actually, there is M&A breaks down, and I'm simplifying, into two categories. Let's imagine that there is some percentage that is CEO empire building ego. CEO compensation is linked to company size. You know, you, you use it to do stuff internally that you can't do easily. Let's put that aside because there I do think integration to the extent that they want it is minimizing harm. You know, this deal should have never happened. It was a mistake to begin with. It's AT&T or Time Warner merging with AOL. It was a stupid idea, poorly implemented. And the best you can do is diminish the damage to the organization, right? But that is a useful purpose, but that's its own purpose. But it's not uh, furthering, it's sort of doing the best you can given a bad you know, deck of cards to begin with. And, and maybe, but people don't, never want to talk about it because you know, everybody's still really optimistic. People have made a lot of money. Then there's real M&A. And there, and there's a term that I was thinking about actually when David Bryant was talking, which is semantic diplomacy, where people talk about, let's imagine I, a company buys something. Let's take Google buying YouTube. They don't really want, they just want the tech. Or let's say I'm, you know, if I'm in an oil company, I just want to buy the oil thing. I really don't care about the people. I want to buy the oil on the ground. That's what I'm paying for, frankly. But I can't have these guys leaving day one because I won't know where the maps are that tell me where the oil is and stuff like that. And so I call it, there's a cement, there's a diplomatic process called, we want to integrate the acquired company. Even though in the hearts and minds of senior management, that's really a lie, right? But for some, they, you know, they, they use the semantics of integration to basically be diplomatic about eventually everybody at the acquired company realizes that they're not wanted and leaves, except for a few people. So there, integration really isn't happening. It's more a farce. It's a white lie that makes people feel better when they're acquired. So they don't, you know, burn the building down before the closing, so to speak. Yeah. And also, there's, I suppose, building on that, you've got this um most industries are quite small and so you might meet those people in a future life exactly lots of reason not to burn bridges right yes and so you're absolutely yeah. right and save egos but but there are people who buy stuff for assets or technology uh they buy it for cost. maybe there's just cost savings you're selling the same stuff through the mm -hmm. same channel i don't really care about the people so that leaves a, set, a subset of all transactions which really are strategic, which really require the intellectual capital and the human capital of the people to be integrated together, to work together, to make it work. Now, so one, one argument says, look, their real integration done well in a thoughtful way is, is the key to success and failure, and you need to do it. But given that my guess is, and I'm just making this up, let's say some significant percentage are just ego plays. There, you're just trying to minimize damage. You're trying to prevent. Uh, you're trying to prevent the ego of the CEO from being damaged too soon until they retire. After which, everybody accepts and realizes this was a disaster, and they divest all the parts, which happens more than half the time, right? I mean, or half the time. But in real M&A, even I would say half the time it's for the it's the YouTube or oil company example. So there's really a quarter, something like that of the time where integration really matters and has long lasting impact and needs to be done right. 